This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And welcome back to Sunday Morning Magazine. In the studio with me this morning, we're joined by John Cummings. John is with the Mental Health Recovery Board serving Warren and Clinton counties. It's our pleasure to welcome John Cummings back to the show. Good morning, John. Welcome back. Thanks for having me. All right. Appreciate it. Now, we had you on the show very recently, a few months ago. But since then, you changed your name. (laughs) Mental Health Recovery Board serving Warren and Clinton County. That's right. Okay, so tell us why the change in name. Over the last several years, you know, we've noticed that calls that were coming to us, you know, were from people, you know, asking for services and things like that. As a board, um, we're not set up that way. The boards are are set up by the Ohio Revised Code to plan, fund, monitor, and evaluate the system of public mental health and addiction services in in the counties that they serve. Um, so the board chose to um, more or less, you know, say what we really are. We are a board that governs, you know, the those um, things that are happening in the mental health and addiction services realm in our two counties. So we wanted to make that distinction and show exactly what we do and and explain a little bit better who we are. Now you're here this morning to talk about Drug Facts Week, Drug Is and it- Alcohol. Facts Week, yes. Okay, so tell me about that. First time hearing of it. Tell me about it. (laughs) (laughs) It's a national uh, event that happens, you know, a couple of times every year, and it's a time for people to really take a little bit more stock on, you know, what actually happens with certain drugs and alcohol. You know, we all have heard the messages. You know, this is your brain on drugs. This is what happens to you with alcohol and things like that. But sometimes we forget those things, and we forget the messages that are behind that. So it's just a way to reinforce. Um, some of the messages that we've heard, and then talk about some new things when they come up. Now, don't you think people are more educated nowadays about drug and alcohol and drug and alcohol use? Yes. I think more people are aware of what happens to to them. They've talked to their doctors a lot more about the effects of different things. And when doctors prescribe drugs, for example, um, a lot more people are asking questions about that. And that's the great thing. That's what's really happening with these messages that we're trying to push along with our health department colleagues that, you know, people need to be more informed and involved in their health care so that they understand what happens with the drugs that they're taking. So along that same cord, um, what are we telling young people and how are young people being educated and how are they doing in terms of being educated and knowing what the perils of drugs and alcohol? Well, that really speaks to the prevention efforts that um, some of my colleagues are working on. In the schools, for example, you know, kids get a lot of health messages in their health classes, but they also um, become part of student groups that talk about these kinds of issues, you know, drinking and using drugs and things like that. Um, We have violence-free coalition projects with uh, and teen action councils that work on these types of issues, and they help to teach each other about the messages and the things that are happening um, in the community. They talk a lot more about vaping these days okay, um, and and things like that and the, the dangers of that. We're starting to see a lot more studies around um, the dangers that the chemical interactions, uh, those types of things that go on internally um, and, the, and the things that are ramifications in that health-wise. Um, so kids are learning that types of things in school now. They're also still learning about the issues around drugs um, and taking illicit drugs or drugs that are not prescribed for them and the effects that that can have on them as well. So there's a lot more discussion of those things among teens. Uh, we also want to 
reinforce that message with parents, too, that they should have that conversation with their kids, too. Okay. And so when should we start having those conversations? I have teenagers now. Yeah. Yeah. And you should have those conversations really as soon as the questions come up. Kids as young as elementary school will will even have some questions about it. Now, there are ways to, you know, adapt that to Mm -hmm. their level of understanding. Um, And we can help you with that, you know, with things on our website, um, you know, ways to talk to kids uh, who are certain ages, you know, from uh, maybe five and six on up to the elder teen years in high school and early college, for example. Um, but there are ways to help under, help kids understand at any age. It really just depends on when the questions start happening. All right. So, again, it's drug facts week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So let's talk about some drug facts. Sure. What should we know? Well, basically, you know, when you, when you talk about drug and alcohol effects, you know, how much – really causes that effect. And it, and it really is dependent on the person's age, body weight, um, and, and a variety of physical factors as well. A standard drink, for example, that the National Institute of Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism defines um, is about 12 ounces of beer, which is you know a fairly decent-sized glass. That has about 5% alcohol content in it. You're talking about a, a five-ounce glass of wine that has 12%. Uh, content of alcohol. And when you're talking about drinks, you know, distilled spirits kinds of stuff, um, 1.5 ounces of that has 40% alcohol in it. So, you know, you've got to judge based on what you're drinking and, you know, what the effects of that might be. So, you know, what happens in, in men might be a little bit different than what happens in women just because of the body composition and the way that cells are structured too. So there's a lot of physical and biological things that go into it. All right. So let's talk about binge drinking. Yeah. Uh, Tell us what that is and what that looks like. And we're, we're seeing a lot more information about that binge drinking. You know, we used to hear about that in college a lot when I was in school and stuff, Mm -hmm. people would be drinking a lot. And, you know, it's really something that takes the blood alcohol level up to a 0.08, the thing that we always hear about, that that legal limit, um, a lot faster. Uh, binge drinking is about four drinks for women and five drinks for men in a two-hour period. So, you know, if people are drinking at that level and higher, you know, that is considered binge drinking. Now, let's talk about drugs. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're seeing a lot in the news about opiates and those types of drugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you guys seeing? Are you seeing more of that or what is that looking like today? Not as much on the, on the opiate front. Um, opiates, as we said, are still an issue and it's still a problem, but people are becoming much more educated about it. Uh, what we're seeing a lot more of an increase in is meth uh, back once again. Um, and it's also being laced with fentanyl things that they used to lace the opiates with, you know, and, and things like that. So it's become much more potent, much more um, addictive, and even, you know, ca- creating death, you know, in a lot of folks. When they, it's, um, it's a lot harder to treat as well. Okay. And so where can we turn to in this area for help? Certainly uh, give us a call. If you're living in Warren and Clinton counties, you know, g- give the board a call. We can help uh, direct you toward the agencies that we partner with that deliver those treatment services. You can also contact the crisis hotline uh, for information. People will uh, give you some pointers and tips to help start that conversation or help you better understand what uh, alcoholism looks like or drug addiction looks like. Um, And then 
help you direct you toward those uh, those organizations that can help as well. Our website has some uh, places where you can turn some reference materials and some prevention materials that you can look to. And we're always out in the community as well. We like to get out and talk to people about the issues that, that they're having in, in daily life and, and help them understand mental health and addiction as well. All right. And so that's the Mental Health Recovery Board serving Warren and Clinton counties. Is that right? That's correct. And you can find us on the web at MHRB, as in boy, WCC.org. All right. Thank you so much, John. Thanks for taking time to talk to us. Good seeing you again. Good to see you, Ronnie. Thank you. We've been speaking to John Cummings with the Mental Health Recovery Board serving Warren and Clinton County. Stick around. We'll be back with more Sunday Morning Magazine in a moment. Any workout, any mood, any time. That's what the Peloton Tread is all about. From interval runs that motivate you to go the extra mile, power walks that work up a sweat, rolling hill hikes for you to enjoy, and full body boot camps to hit your goals. Plus thousands of workouts that go beyond the tread. Strength programs, core classes, yoga, Pilates, and even boxing. Everything you need on and off the Peloton Tread. Experience it all for yourself with a 30-day home trial. Learn more at OnePeloton.com.